guys in April, my new book, Whisper, it's Amazon. I would absolutely love your support. If you can purchase a copy or share my post when I announce it, or I don't know, send me an emoji, heart emoji to show your love and encouragement, even just to think about gifting this book. It is a beautiful collection of 16 women's stories of moments in their life that they listened to their intuition and the critical times that showed them they could trust themselves and go their own way and create a life they love. It is a real behind the scenes look at some of the things that we don't usually talk about. And I think for that reason, women are going to feel seen in the pages of Whisper. It is a beautiful read. It is a beautiful Mother's Day gift. And somebody will take something away from this, even if their story is not exactly like the authors in this book. We touch on things like grief and loss, heartbreak, mental health. Oh my goodness, everything from relocating to doing the thing your parents never wanted you to do. It's all in the pages of Whisper. Again, it is launching mid-April. I will have all the details on my Instagram at Kirsty Stubbs. And I truly appreciate your support. You're listening to the Embrace Simplified podcast, where you will be inspired to unlock simpler, healthier ways to live your life. I'm a corporate ladder climber turned entrepreneur on a mission to help busy women feel their best. I'm bringing you real conversation with all my favorites, and we're talking wellness, relationships, money, business, career, and even parenting. I want you to laugh and cry, learn and grow right alongside me. I'm your host, Kirsty. Let's keep it real. Pour your coffee and turn it up. Together, we are going to simplify our life. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Embrace Simplified podcast. Today, I'm sitting down with Emily D of Emily D Photography, and she is a dear friend, and I absolutely love hanging out with her. We've been doing some lives online as she takes me through the entire process of building my own keepsake photo book. And so if you've been following along with us online, you might have seen that. And Emily is just one of those friends that always tells you like it is and isn't afraid to maybe tell you when you need to look at something with some fresh perspective. And I absolutely appreciate that about our friendship. She's a portrait photographer, but photographs are not all she does. And her beautiful course online, Chaos to Keepsake, is helping parents to make sure that all of those thousands of photographs that we take, that we actually do something with them. We make a photo album, we organize them, we back them up properly. Everything that you are going to want to learn more about, you can find at emilydphotography.com. And I hope that you love this conversation. It is definitely a sitting down, two friends chatting about business and life with, you know, coffee in hand. So we welcome you guys to join us. Thanks so much. For all the support with the podcast, make sure that you are following along and letting us know where you are listening from. Tag us on Instagram at Emily D Photography or at Kirsty Stubbs. We'd love to see where you guys are listening from and what your takeaways are. Welcome to the Embrace Simplified podcast. I'm so glad we're finally doing this. I know, me too. Okay, so for all of those that might not know, can you 
Tell us more. Who are you? What do you do? Who do you help? (laughs) My name is Emily, and I'm a whole lot of things. But what is most relevant to this discussion is I'm a photographer, a portrait photographer, and I help tell simple stories. So I do that through helping people make photo books, photographing people in a business context, or family portraits. Amazing. Okay, uh, funny story. The first time that I met Emily, I think was actually at a Joe Fresh event. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Emily. Like I was a little bit like starstruck because I'd seen you in all these like mama's (laughs) like group things online. And I remember you were taking pictures to the event and I was basically like following around (laughs) behind you through the racks at Joe Fresh, like asking questions. (laughs) Wow, I don't think... Anybody has ever thought that I was a star before. Thank you. I know you didn't say I was a star, but that's how I'm going to retell the story. Yep. That's right. Okay. So I want to hear like just so much, but I love, I love that that's your mission is storytelling because obviously I love storytelling. And I think there's so many ways that you can help women simplify this. But the biggest one I want to hear about is books. Tell us about these photo Mm -hmm. books because It sounds simple, but if you were to actually create time in your life to make these photo books, it's not like you, you have like, tell us what you do, because that is a major, a major thing. It's not no small task. There's so many ways to answer this, but we are, yes, it's difficult if you think that you are going to create this photo book that is like, completely designed and edited by you. So there are so many companies that have photo books that if you just follow their design, then you'll create this beautiful product at like many wonderful price points. And I think that how we approach digital photography is that It's very often that we think it's like going into a shed and cleaning it out. We have to touch everything. We have to like Marie Kondo, does this give us joy? No, that's not what you do. So if you're like, I want to make Mason's first year book, which like when you have a 10 year old, nobody cares about that first year anymore. So if you're listening to this and you're like, "Ah, I have a 20 year old, what do I do? then that is a really simple story to tell. So how I help people is I say, so if we're, let's go with this analogy of the shed. So say your photo gallery is a shed full of photos. But if you walked into that shed, like on your device, it's already perfectly organized following a date system. So if you were to say to me, I want to create Mason's first year book and I'm feeling so overwhelmed because I have 20,000 photos. I would challenge you on that and say, okay, Kirsty, your number one first step is to search when he was born in 2012. Who even knows when it was, but what you do. So search the year that he was born. So if I was making one for my daughter, Georgia, it would be March 2010 until the end of February 2011. And so first things first is 
that is what we're mm-hmm. looking at. And like, maybe you took 20,000 photos of your kid in the first year, but if you have, you know, 200 of the exact same photo, then there's really cool things that you can do with that. Or you can just say, okay, I'm so overwhelmed. And the easiest way that I would tell you is if you want to spend a hundred bucks on a book, open up, like go to an archival quality bookmaker. If you're like, what are you talking about? You can go on my blog. I answer all of these questions and choose 10 photos that you like from, and again, we're making this for Georgia, March, 2010, April, 2010. So then you have 120 photos and you can go back through them and either cut them down or not cut them mm-hmm. down and even like auto enter them. Like chat books will make books for you that are simple and beautiful. But if you're saying to me, you know, I'm like a shell of a human who wants to make these gorgeous books that are beautifully designed and then I would tell you, like, go to school for graphic design because, like, I took university-level courses to make really beautiful books. I interned with wedding photographers. So, you know, one of the examples that I gave you before you hit record was, like, you can't expect to make a, like, five-course meal if you haven't, like, you don't know how to turn on the stove. And for so many people, it's like, well, I should know how to do it. Well, Really? Like, what do you know? Like, you're an accountant. How do you understand, like, (laughs) photo resolution or any of those things? So anyways, so how I help people is I Mm -hmm. have a course. So if you're a DIYer and want to do it yourself, you can go through my course. It's called Chaos to Keepsake. Or you can go up to with a few steps in between, few options in between where you hand me your hard drives and I back it all up properly and make you 10 books. Yeah. Wow. Okay. But that is, I love that you said, no, you don't, because we get people to help us with so many different areas of our lives. And I know so many women that would love to have these memory books. They'd love to have some organization to their crazy phones full of photos be able to look through them or share them with their kids, but they've not mm-hmm. thought of like, quote unquote, outsourcing this. It's really cool what you're doing. I love it. Okay. But there's other ways that you help people too. So you do like branding photography and headshots. Yep. So portrait photographer, I'm a portrait photographer. So basically if it moves, I want to photograph it. There's many beautiful photographers. You can like make a faucet look cool. I'm not that girl. And yeah, I just like the photo books that I help people make. I make help people take simple portraits too. So light and bright and clean or moody or whatever based on who they are as a person. So this morning I was at a branding shoot. And so what I mean by a branding shoot is I work with a company, a massage company, like a wellness clinic, I shouldn't call them a massage company, every month. And I go in and we, they have a subscription with me. So one of the practitioners hated being photographed. And so I just sort of breezed in and we're like, okay, do this, do that, do this, do that. And she was like, aren't you going to talk to me about how uncomfortable I am? And I was like, well, no, I'm photographing you in the in-between moments when you're not uncomfortable, when 
I can humanize you and ask you a question of what you're really passionate about. And then you forget that I have a camera here. And so I think, you know, people are going to, therapists are going to be reaching out to me like, you need so much help after I make this comment. But I think that it is so easy for us to the chatter of how hard things are that we just get stuck there. So like, of course, having your photo taken is hard. Like, of course, making photo books is hard. But at the end of the day, I can help you or I can do it for you. Or so it's not a like, I hear so many women who are like, I'm a failure. I should know how to do this. Really? Like, I can't paint my house. And every time I try, I do a really bad job. But I'm not going to now suddenly become a painter. Like, and I also am a fully formed, amazing (laughs) human because I can't, nor am I even trying to do it. So like photo books or getting your photo taken shouldn't be that hard, right? Yeah, you you are very good at making people feel comfortable. I remember this photo shoot that we did for a woman and I was like kind of, I'm going to call myself an extra. I don't really know what your official title was for me, but it was a bad day. Like I almost didn't make it bad. And I felt like I had like walls of bricks in front of me and I was like, oh, see how this goes. And you immediately put me at ease. And I remember opening the photographs that you sent and being like, how in the did she get those? (laughs) I actually look somewhat like pleasant. And I know I wasn't pleasant. Oh, wow. That's high praise. Thank you very much. I think it's because I wasn't focusing on the like, well, you actually, you also showed up fully hiding and stuffing down those feelings because I had no idea. So there's that. Yeah. I got really good at that. I got really good at that. Now I can't hide them very well, but I got good. Oh my gosh. Okay. So you are very good at people putting people at ease, but you're also such a truth teller in like the best possible way. So I have to tell, I have to tell the story about you calling Uh, me like completely out of the blue. I can't, I don't remember this, but it's probably. Do you remember the phone call? No, I don't. (laughs) No, you called me. Completely out of the blue. I'm like, what? Who? I, I'm like, Emily, like, what's going on? I, I think it was like a post that I did or a moment in a podcast or something you'd seen or heard me say. And I was completely like doubting myself and my ability to get momentum and like my movement goals. And you were like, you were a basketball player. You were, <laughs> you're, you're like, you did these things like you were a teenager, but you did them like you were an athlete, like you have forgotten this. And you, were, I was like, can I hire her just to be my hype girl? Where does this come from? Like, is this is this who you are every single day? Or have I just been like lucky enough to score these sessions? With you? I don't I don't I, I do remember that conversation and I felt very compelled to call you. So is your question, why do I have no shame and tell people what I think? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's the question. Okay. (laughs) So I remember that conversation and I think that, you know, going back to this whole idea of simplifying things, like there are a lot of really hard things that happen to us in our life that we can't control. Really, really hard. And I just think that there is this needless chatter in the background, particularly for women about like, should I do that? Shouldn't I do that? 
how will I do that? Like, and what it really resonated with me about when you were talking about basketball. And I just thought to myself, like, I started becoming really active during the pandemic. And the thing that drives me the most crazy is when I will ask a health practitioner, like, who's your ideal client? And they come back and say, the person is really motivated and ready to create change. And the reason why that drives me crazy is because I think, you know, every I want to work with people who give me a call and say, hey, all of my photos are organized. Can you just make these books for me? Like there, there is, I, I basically went from sitting on the couch all the time to randomly buying myself a Apple Watch to being like, oh, wow, so this is what it means to be active. And I grew up in a family where my mom, you know, she'd be like, Emily, don't sweat. Like, you're going to hurt yourself. My brother, he really hurt it, hurt his knee playing hockey. And I remember, or football or something. And I can remember it was like, why would you ever put yourself at risk in that way? And so I know that she was trying to protect us, but I woke up at 40 and was like, why am I, why is like every single year becoming a runner on my damn list of things to do? And I haven't done it yet. So going back to me talking about healthcare practitioners is who I love and adore. But my point is like, I didn't actually know that when you start running and your hip flexors are not strong enough, that what you have to do is strength train. Hmm. And by strength training, you can run more and they won't be hurting. I just thought, oh, well, I guess I'm hurt or wow, this really hurts. Like, you know, sprinting, if that's what I want to call it, what I'm doing is really hurts. But that is actually what you're looking for. So you're like, yes, I'm doing it right. So yes. I think for me, I kept abandoning my goal because I was like, well, surely it shouldn't be that hard. And surely I can't enjoy like <laughs> what <laughs> athletes know that they're not telling people is like that burn is feels like a liberation when you are doing it and can get through it. Like mm. walking up a really steep hill and getting to the top and having trained your brain to be like, no, I'm not actually dying. This is like, this is amazing. My work, my heart has just worked to its maximum capacity. Like there is a lot of joy mm -hmm. in that. Yeah. I love it. And okay. Do you receive coaching? Cause you're a beautiful coach as a, as a friend, you are a beautiful coach. Do you receive coaching? Have you like invested yourself in yourself in that way? Yes, I have. I'm like, do you know, I just learned about the Enneagram. Do you know anything about that? Oh, yes. Okay. So I didn't know about it, but I am like a classic three, which is like, let's get yeah. a goal, guys, and let's crush it. Like, this is my idea of fun. It doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> which I actually have to like slow down. But people, I remember there's one of my friends was like, I don't understand why you are constantly trying to improve yourself. And I was like, it's so much fun. I'm going to get a new notebook and track it. So that is like, 
who I am at my core. I used to work for a really long time with a woman named Hina Khan, who I love so much. And I worked with her for about four or five years. And then from there, over the past five years, I've done lots of different things like different programming, you know, done lots of stuff with Brendan Burchard. You know, I watch all of the master classes on like that kind of stuff. But this year, I, this year and last year, I do this thing called build your life resume with a guy named Jesse Itzler, who is famously married to Sarah Blakely, which I know that it's so annoying when people are like, who's your husband? But I feel like in reverse, like if you're married to Sarah Blakely, like you're bragging about that. But he, I really enjoy his coaching. So that's what I've been doing this year. Okay, cool. I feel like that's something I want to, it's almost like, you know, how therapies become more approachable. I want to talk more about how many like amazing, successful women have coaches, because I think it's something that at least in my corporate career, it was just never something Mm -hmm. I ever considered. It wasn't until I became an entrepreneur. If I was in a corporate job still, I would still see so much value. Mm -hmm. I probably would have grown my career even faster if I'd had an outside coach. I just think it's like one of those things where there's so much more going on that we don't see. And a lot of times it's because they've invested in coaching for themselves. So, but you are a great coach. You really are. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For 10 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. See, bye. Okay. So is there other ways that you've simplified your life that you can inspire us all with? Because I feel like, I feel like there are, I feel like there's other ways that you might have embraced some ease into your life. Oh, that's a good question. Like in what way? In terms of like food planning? Because that's boring. Anything, like anything where you like noticed, okay, I never did this. And then I started to do these things and, or maybe it was the running, like, did that increase your energy or make you sleep better? Like, what have you seen as the ripples from that? So I should give your, your listeners a background. So last year I hired a running coach and I started running. And what that means is she put me on a plan where I then was exercising five to six days a week which was a lot, like a lot, a lot for me. By yourself? Were you by yourself working out? Yeah. Okay. We have a Peloton. So I did a Peloton a few times a week and then I did a running program. So now I'm at like the longest distance that I've done is a half marathon. Woohoo! Thank you. And so how that hasn't really simplified my life. I have had to replace a lot of my like, scrolling on Instagram with other things. So I got hit by, I got rear-ended a few weeks ago. I'm fine. But I was so nervous. Like I felt as though something bad was going to happen at all times. And so apparently my parasympathetic blah, blah system was, and you know, all of those things. So it was like, I was told by some wonderful healthcare practitioners who were like, you need to just slow down. And because of the pandemic, we're already full. So Mm -hmm. our ability to take on more is like just not available to us. So I was really Mm -hmm. lucky to, you know, I stopped looking at the internet. I stopped looking on my phone. I stopped, I put up like really 
good boundaries, but oftentimes the biggest way that I've simplified my life is to stop consuming other people's. So creating before I consume Mm. content, I realized when I started running that I had never really learned simple discipline because I'm a quick start. I'm like, I really want to do this. I got this idea. Let's go. But like the basics of things, I don't didn't really take the time to do. Like I'm the person that if I don't have a pair of socks on and I'm in the basement, Mm. like in our mud room about to go out, I'm like, I'm not going up two floors. I'm just going to freeze for the next four hours. Like put my boots on and my bare feet. Like I really do not, if I got something to do, there's like not a lot of things that I'm getting, bringing with me. So I started doing this practice where I cross-stitch a flower a day or I try really hard to just, that is how I simplify things by replacing the like scrolling in the morning with something completely obnoxious, like drinking lemon in my water, which is kind of obnoxious when people tell you to do that. (laughs) It is. It's a hundred percent obnoxious. So now while scrolling, I'm sipping that. I like won't allow myself to do that until I have the other. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Did I know that you were into cross stitch? I had no idea. Is this new? No, but I'm like, I basically live my life as a like dress rehearsal to being a well-adjusted retired person. Like I'm really going to thrive in that area of my life. But like cross-stitching, knitting, rug hooking, I have a basic understanding of all of those areas. Yeah, I'm like a farmer's wife, basically. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're prepping for retirement. I love it. That's so good. Yeah. I know Adrian and Liz and I, two friends, are doing this insane endurance event, which is called 29029, which is an obnoxious way of saying we're climbing that many vertical feet to do this Everest challenge out west. Whoa. Yeah. So we're doing that in September and we like have been doing lots of climbing to do that. Like walking up hills is basically our new job. I don't know why I brought that but up. But you know what? You 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 oh, said like because we joke about that's what we're going to do as retirees. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the retirees. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like being well adjusted, right? That I love that you have these big goals because there's a lot going on right now. Like some people are pivoting in their business still, or they're trying to figure out their way out of like a hole that they got themselves into, or, or they're just feeling like they're in a rut. Do you, are these goals what kind of like keep you in like maybe in your mental health in like a really good place? So this going back to this build your life resume. So I started doing the build your life resume course with this guy, Jesse Itzler and a bunch of other very impressive people. I started doing that last January because when we entered into the pandemic, I literally like lost my ambition. I had kids felt like everywhere. My husband was in this insane stage of his career. Like he had a really big work project that he had to do. And I felt like I didn't know how to like live anymore. 
And so I also turned 40. So I think I had like a little bit of a midlife crisis, but I turned 40 in December. I'm like, I'm listening so carefully. I'm like, is this, is this related to turning 40? (laughs) Well, I don't think it's related to turning 40, but I did, when I did turn 40, I was like, I can't have the Dolly Partner Dolly Parton cover band concert that I wanted for my birthday. I can't do any of this these things. My life is so hard. That's kind of tongue in cheek, but I was thinking my life was hard in that moment. So I started doing this course called Build Your Life Resume. And a part of it is you have to choose something called a misogi, which is a Japanese term. They defined it so I'm like not saying it in the right way like in the true spirit of a misogi, then, you know, I'm sorry. But how I understand it is that you choose one thing that will define your year. So for example, that you're responsible for. So like your year two years ago was not defined by you. So you're like, what was I doing in 2020? Like there's going to be a lot of F-words in there. There's going to be a lot of F-words in there. Or like we, many people will be like, there's external things that define their year. So it can be like the pandemic, the this, the that. But if I really, so anyways, this course is about you choosing your Masogi and a Masogi is entirely based on only what you can do. So for me last year, my Masogi was to become an athlete and run races, which I did. And so if somebody were to say, hey, what did you do in 2021? Yeah, 2021. My answer would be, I developed, learned how to develop my chassis. <laughs> just joking. That's, I'm so just joking. I heard this like really big, like classic gym rat say that. And it is my favorite term. So I'll like be leaving the house, but he's like, where are you going? Ah, oh, just going to work my chassis. Which like, how funny is that? <laughs> Sorry. That was a, that, it's that, sh- that part should have been on video because it's that funny. I don't know if it translates over podcast, but so this year, my Misogi, I have a professional Misogi that I don't really want to talk about, but my, personal Masogi is to do this event 29029. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Okay. So September and you're going to be in BC for Mm -hmm. it. Yep. Okay. I've got to check this out. I've never heard of this before. Build your life resume. It's a course. Build your life resume. And you, it's, he sort of like teaches people how to live. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Does it involve me having to write my obituary? Because I did this thing once where I had to write my obituary and I hated it. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you don't have to do that. But they have these things called Kevin's rules, which is, I'm not going to get into like why it's called Kevin, but every eight weeks you plan a new activity. So last year, I my March Kevin's rule was going to Polar Dip at the lake. And so that became, that has still become a like Sunday morning ritual that I do with my dearest friends. Another, another Kevin's rule was last summer when we went to Prince Edward County, we spent a week there as a family. 
So it's like putting things in the calendar and being really intentional and, you know, getting a beautiful cottage in Prince Edward County is not available to everyone, but walking into Lake Ontario does not cost a cent. Yeah. So it's like thinking about how to be intentional about your year. And I don't always think that we do that because we're like, oh, you know, I was in this place where it's like, oh, it's the pandemic and I have no idea what I can do and my someone very close to me who I would have like been with was struggling with their health. And it was like, I was feeling completely overwhelmed. I was like, you know, feeling really bummed about what was happening to women and their careers. And like, it was just way too much that that allowed me to focus on things that I could control. Yes. Oh, yes. Love that. Okay, I want to make sure that we f- tell everybody exactly where to find you, follow you, and f- see more about the course and the books. So can you let everyone know? And make sure everything's linked in the show notes, but tell them where they can find you. I have a website. It, you can basically find me on Emily D Photography on Instagram, on my website. Emily D. I have a blog. Yeah, Emily D as in Delta. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, thank you, thank thank you, you, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Embrace Simplified, the podcast. I hope you picked up some inspiration today and that you take action to feel your best. Can you guys do me a solid? If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. It helps more people find the podcast. If you know someone who needs to hear this episode, shoot them a text right now and share it. I love getting those notes from friends. And I also love seeing where you're listening from. So please keep tagging us online at Embrace Simplified. Don't forget to subscribe so you can catch new episodes as they drop. Until next time, I'm your host, Kirsty. Remember, you have it in you to simplify your life.